All right, and hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, some of you may have already heard this podcast before over at thetapstream.com, but I'm very happy that we can finally put this on iTunes and Google Play and anywhere else that these audio podcasts can be found. Uh, so just to set the scene a little bit, this is the first episode of a podcast called Nobody Knows What We're Doing, and it was a lot of fun to get to sit down with Skinny Minnie, a.k.a. Danny Chambers, and speak about all her creative endeavors, and honestly, there was no better way to kick this podcast off than with uh, Skinny Minnie. She really, really showed her professionalism and helped make this experience so much easier. Um, so yeah, uh, sit back and enjoy, I, and just to give you a little bit of a heads up, I'm incredibly new to this podcasting thing, so there's probably some edits here and there and some audio quality stuff that just probably isn't up to par, but bear with with me i'm learning and hopefully uh as we continue on this will be a better experience but until then enjoy this wonderful episode with skinny mini and uh i'll see you on the other side said you were traveling for Thanksgiving or or how where are you at? Oh no, I'm still here. You're still there? Um yeah, I was at my I was at my grandpa's house uh yeah yesterday. So um and we had to, you know, clean the house and stuff afterwards and so it was just a, you know, chill day. All that I, fun stuff. Yeah, after that I just watched anime and ate a lot of leftovers as you do. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, yes, yes, I did. Did you? Yeah, uh, just typical thing. I I think the biggest thing for me was just like watching football. Like normally we have a bigger family get together, um, mm-hmm. but for some reason I don't know why. Like uh, part of the family split and went on some other side, so it was a little bit of a quieter Thanksgiving. And I I don't know. I kind of liked it. It was a little nice. <laughs> maybe I maybe I'm just grumpy. <laughs> oh man, what a great way to like post this on Facebook and then my entire family hears. Uh, like, yeah, I liked it when there was less of you. <laughs> That's fine. I'd be like, yeah, I couldn't stand, you know, Uncle Jimmy either. Yeah, Uncle Jimmy, man. He he just, he can't stop farting. Like, the back to I the... I know, uh, right? It's yeah. like, Uncle, we haven't even eaten yet. What's up? What's up? <laughs> you've got some prior problems that you've brought to this table. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, stop causing issues, bro. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is the first episode of No One Knows What We're Doing, which is a podcast that explores people who follow their creative passions and asks them to walk us through those moments of unsureness and their endeavors. Today, I'm really happy to bring on my good friend, Danny, a.k.a. Skinny Mini. Hi. Hey. I want to start off (laughs) with a really original question. Okay. What has been the highlight of your day? Oh, yay. I was hoping you'd ask me that. Today, actually, the highlight was getting everything crossed off my list today of things to do. Are you secretly Santa? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's awesome. That sounds really really nice. Yeah, I I should make more lists, but I don't. Like, I'm always flying at the seat of my pants, so I appreciate appreciate your organizational skills. Oh, my God. I never used to be like this, though. Like, for real. I... It's it's amazing because I got up at eight this morning mm-hmm. and I'm like, what am I doing up at eight o'clock in the morning on a day off? Then I realized, oh, I need money. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good motivator. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, I, I should probably you know get my list together. You know, did everything I need to do. Went to the store because I was out of eggs, and you know, when you're out of eggs, you got to go to the store. Are you normally an early riser, or is this, or is this like you woke up without an alarm? Usually I'm an early riser. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wouldn't say I'm a morning person, like, oh my god, good morning, but more of just like, hey, hey, what's up? I'm here. Let's 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 do this. You know, we're here. Might as well get it done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so why don't you go ahead and tell me tell me what you do? Uh, because I, from what I know, because you're you seriously like I, every time you come into the stream, I shout you out. I really like one, your voice actors. Two, your stage actors. Three, you do let's plays, and four, you do streaming. Is there anything else I'm missing there? Uh, <laughs> no, that pretty much covers it. So how did you get into voice acting? Well, um, voice acting, I got started uh, five years ago. Um, cause I've always, I've always been acting. I've been acting since I was like in the womb. Nice. Kinda. And even my mom says so. She's like, oh yeah, you were just, just bouncing everywhere and just wouldn't stop, you know, moving. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks mom. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's great. Um, but no, but really it started taking off it when I was six. Um, and I've done like stage theater. I've done, I've done some film stuff and, and, uh, growing up. And then it wasn't until 2012, 13, um, when I was like, dude, I've always wanted to be like a voice of a cartoon or something like, you know, like Chris Summer or Tara Strong, you know, those legendary uh, voice actresses. And I, f I was like, I want to pursue this. So um, I had a friend who is part of an agency and she kind of helped me get into the field mm -hmm. um so she told me a lot of resources what things i should do and she actually helped me book my first uh voiceover gig and <laughs> it's funny i actually listened to that audition like a couple weeks ago and oh my gosh it sounds so bad it is terrible it's always like, it's always funny to go back and listen to that some of those early stuff like i the other day right? i was going through some local files that i had and I found like the very first test stream that I had ever done. And oh. it's just like, it's so like, it's, it's, it's funny, like progress in the moment. It's hard to see, but like when you see it, like, like in contrast like that from the beginning to where you are now, it's, it's, it's funny. It's great. But at the same time, it's really super cringy because you're like, <laughs> Ooh. well, it should be like a, a mark of pride though. Cause you can see how far you've come. Yeah, and it's great. I just will never post it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been interesting, uh, learning a lot through this past like, um, wow, five years. Wow, I just couldn't math for a second. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> math is hard. Um, so you said that your friend helped you get your for first voice acting gig. What was that? Um, it was. It's actually a. Uh, like a Sunday school curriculum, mm -hmm. and so I voice a, uh, a eleven year old, and she aspires to be a newscaster, and um, and she's she's like all cute and stuff. She talks a lot, and I was like, oh great, that that that's great. How did, how did you give me this job again? No, but she um she helped me with that. She told me everything, and so she's a little a little mini newscaster like her mom. And so that's I've been doing that for three years. It's an ongoing project. So that's been that's been a lot of fun. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I was actually I was kind of I don't know if this is creepy. I was combing through like your YouTube and I was looking at all your demo reels. <laughs> and uh, you have like the range of voices that you have. It's like incredible. Like you like the commanding voice to the the young like because I think there was like a um, like was it Hot Wheels or was it Legos? There was a Legos commercial that you were doing. And uh, you sounded like a little kid, and it, it was nice. Like the ability to to fly um, between those two those voices is cool. 
how do you approach that when you do like a different voice like how long does it usually take for you to do that Ooh, uh <laughs> the, well first thank you for saying that because i'm i feel like my range is not that good <laughs> but compared to like a lot of other people but um it's it's all comes down to practice mm-hmm. um me, my natural voice, as you can hear, is not very low. Mm-hmm. So whenever I get auditions for lower characters, I, if I get a good enough um, ahead of time, when the deadline is due, I'll try to practice like days leading up to it before I'm about to record it. I go over the audition lines in the voice and practice it. And sometimes it just sounds like I'm trying, like like you know when a kid tries to sound like a grown up, they're like, oh yeah, I'm a grown up. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and, that's not sometimes how it sounds like, and I'll scrap it or I just won't do it because I know my range and I don't want to do something where I don't feel comfortable or it hurts. Mm-hmm. So um, I more of just test it out like days before the audition is due. And um, but it's good practice anyway, even if there is not an audition, I'll still you know practice like two or three times a week trying to practice my low voice, and it gets better every time. And I. I it, I can track the progress with like um, a recorded uh, example or monologue, and it really helps. Another thing, because I was looking at some of the other things you do, and I one of the biggest things that I saw that I was I was watching an episode right before we came live. Um, you got a part in the Ancient Magus Bride. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. And I'd seen I've seen you posting stuff about it, and like I actually sat down and watched today. You play the one of the main characters, Chise Hatori. Mm-hmm. Yes. How'd you get it on that? My first actual named character, I guess, mm-hmm. that I got was um, Zenko Fujiwara for the Morose Mononokian. And that's a DVD series that's coming out in January. And um, that is directed by Tyler Walker. He's an awesome director, an awesome person. I loved working with him. And um, he was sick for a couple weeks and out of town. And so the assistant director, Kyle Phillips, he was uh, directing some of the episodes of that series and um he was really impressed with me he had me do like a line for uh, a centaur's life which he directed mm-hmm. as well and we after we finished that then we moved on to the morose mononokian uh, finished those episodes that he was directing and then he asked me after the session like hey so um what are you doing for the next 24 weeks i was like uh <laughs> <laughs> what a what a big <laughs> ask <laughs> yeah it was like, it kind of <laughs> caught me off guard because i was like um, what do you mean? He's he's like, oh, um, you know, for the next new season, you know, we got a new uh, new shows coming out, and I was gonna see if I could use you for it. And I was like, oh, um, sure, I don't mind. Uh, he, you know, asked me about work and stuff and all that jazz, and um, so I was just like, yeah, I could do it. And so I'm thinking, oh, you know, he needs me for you know bits and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like you know, someone he can rely on. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do that. So. The next session I come in, he's like, all right, so today we got you as a Chise Hattori for this show. And I was like, who is that? And he's like, oh, she's the uh, the main lead in the Ancient Magus Bride for uh, for our simuldub season. I was like, what? You um, you want me to do what? He's like, yeah, I really like what you did for uh, Morose Mononokian. And your character sounds pretty much what I'm looking for for Ancient Magus. And I was like... You know, but, you know, I had to keep it cool because, right, you know, right. you can't freak out. So I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, totally. Yeah, that's so cool. Thank you so much. On the inside, I was like, ah! <laughs> so, <laughs> Did you know of this project, like, prior? 
No, because I had I had no idea because they don't announce like who's directing it mm-hmm. until the they cast their uh, voice actors, and so um, I was like I didn't even know he was directing a show until I got there. I thought it was just you know he's like hey we're just you know gonna bring people in every now and then for some wall and some bits, and I was like oh okay, so that was that was a really big deal because I've heard stories, you know, going to panels about how to get into Funimation. Mm-hmm. And like they say, it takes about, you know, two to three years before you get your named character. I'm like, I started this in June and of this year and I've already got like a lead role. So it's been a blast and amazing and such an incredible opportunity to just work with awesome people and directors and other voice actors. And I've met a lot of new people and I hope I could develop my relationships with them and be awesome friends because people are so cool there. <laughs> so that's how that happened. That's really awesome. So what what's like a typical workday for you, like with, with recording for the Ancient Magus Pride, if you can talk about that? Um, yeah, yeah, I can. A typical day is, you, well, first you get an email to confirm, you know, mm-hmm. what day you can come in. So you'll come in, you sign in, you wait for the director to come get you, You he comes and gets you in the lobby, then you go to the booth or the office and you pretty much, you know, have your script. And sometimes, depending on what your what hours you're scheduled for, you can fit in a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Or um, it, it honestly just depends on the script. You'll try to finish it within a lot of time. You know, some mess ups, they'll go over. Um, and then by the time your schedule is done, if you're not finished, they'll just reschedule you again for that week um, or a couple days later uh, so they can finish it within the time time frame because with simuldubs we have to get those done like once a week so wow <laughs> yeah that's a that's a quick turnaround oh yeah <laughs> uh is this like the biggest project that you've worked on so far yes like very much so i mean i've had other projects but mm-hmm. this is actually like where i know a lot of people will see so it's like oh my god okay all right, this is cool. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm not nervous at all. It's like fanning my armpits. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man, I um, I want to cycle back a bit because we we talked about being a, a stage actress as well. You said you started mm-hmm. around six. Yes, yes, between six and seven. Um, I, <laughs> I had, I was in a I don't I don't know how you call it just just like those uh, gospel plays, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Tyler Perry kind of deal. Um, I started with that, and I learned a lot, you know, like theater etiquette and, you know, how to get into character, but I also took, like, other acting classes and got to do community theater, and there's this one show I did when I was, like, 10. It was, like, we had a community center, and they had a a theater program there for kids, and it was interesting because it was, like, about space pirates it was like a really bad knockoff of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was it was fun, but I did learn a lot and I was like really surprised for it being a kids uh, a kids class. And so through that I, I I was really intrigued and um and I actually did modeling too when I was a kid. Oh wow. From like from like 7 to I think 10 for like 3 years. Um, actually did like two commercials, uh, um, some print work. I still have some of the, I even have the VHSs, I think. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> so this is all going to end up on YouTube at some point, right? Along with that, uh, the first demo reel? 
Mm. Nah. We'll, we'll get it out of you. We'll figure it out somewhere. Mm. <laughs> so if you recently just did a stage uh, play, right? The Adams Family? Yes, how did, yes. How did that go? That was, that was really fun, actually. Um, I didn't even know there was a musical of The Adams Family until um, I found out about auditions. And my friend who was part of the agency, she she played Morticia, actually. And she's she's perfect because she's super tall and skinny. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, there you go. This is like the perfect role for her. Um, I was an ancestor. And um, the, the show pretty much is like Wednesday grows up, she finds a boyfriend, and they want to get married. But then it's like, oh, no, they can't because he's not like the Adams and, you know, like typical sitcom stuff. Mm-hmm. So the ancestors kind of help them uh, get back together and, you know, help the family uh, realize that love will triumph over everything no matter what the differences are. It was, it's really cute. And the music is really good. Kind of hard to sing. But it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. But I had a blast. And that was I would do that show again in a heartbeat. It was a lot of fun. Okay, so you kind of went over a little bit the the vocal warm-ups and the training when you approach a voice. How does that differ from when you are preparing for a stage role? Um, it it diff- it varies. Well, mm, it's kind of the same. The only thing is is I don't um, warm up my body. Well, no, I still kind of warm up my body. It's kind of the same, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're voice acting, um, you can still like move around and, you know, do whatever you need to do to get yourself in character, but while you're acting, you can't really be as big as you can in theater. So I try to do like smaller warmups. Like um, in theater, in theater warmups, I actually do this thing where I do countdown. It's like a countdown shake. Mm-hmm. So I start, I go, I shake my right hand like 10 times and then left hand 10 times and my right leg and then left leg. And then after that, I do my right arm, my right hand uh, nine times. So I go down each time so I'm like one two three four five six seven nine ten one two three four five you know that right. thing and then it's like on one I do one 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 and then you go woo, <laughs> just like explode of energy and that gives you a lot of energy and mm-hmm. you know kind of helps helps you get pumped and then for voice acting I kind of do vocal warm-ups um not necessarily singing unless I have to sing mm-hmm. but more of like uh you know tongue twisters or little like motorboat noise like <laughs> you know, to work up the lips or or the uh, dang it <laughs> tongue trails i couldn't do it for a so second like I look basically so you're you're impersonating the uh the lion from the the wizard of oz right pretty much yes <laughs> it's like like if i were the king of the first <laughs> i'm gonna have to keep those in mind like right before i go streaming like that'll that'll be my oh. vocal warm-up from now on there's this one you need to try. It's um, I learned this in high school, and it was I I love this warm up. It's a tongue twister, and it helps with enunciation really well. Okay, let's see if I can do this. <clears throat> I am a mother pheasant plucker. I pluck mother pheasants. I am the best mother pheasant plucker that ever plucked a mother pheasant. So I'm just in awe, and. <laughs> This, I mean, this is like this is an explicit <laughs> content, so we don't have to worry about not cursing. But you know how much okay. I curse on stream. Yeah, I feel like if I were to try and replicate that, I would just, <laughs> I would just cuss the whole time. Let me see if I can get this. What is it? Okay, I am a mother pheasant plucker. Okay, I am a mother pheasant plucker. I pluck mother pheasants. I pluck mother pheasants. I am the best mother pheasant plucker. I am the best mother pheasant plucker. I'm struggling so hard right now. 
<laughs> I just want to say the curse words. <laughs> <laughs> that ever plucked a mother pheasant. That ever plucked a mother pheasant. Yes. And you got to put all that together. And you learned this in high school? Yes. I can't imagine that that was thrown around without just like cursing all the time. Oh, you have no idea. They were just, the kids are just going off. And I'm like, and the teachers allowed, this is great. This is the best theater class I've ever been to. And yeah, I, I and me, I don't personally, I don't, I don't like to curse. Really? So well, whenever, actually, like, funny to say that. Okay. So not to call you out here. When I was, <laughs> I was watching you stream Sonic, Sonic <laughs> Battle 2 or something. I can't remember the name of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I think that was it. And you were facing a really hard boss. And again, like you said, you don't really curse. You just you keep it nice and, and clean, and it's it's funny and, and endearing. And then you got to this boss, and you <laughs> cursed. And it was you just kept apologizing, and I was laughing so hard the whole time I was watching. You. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I'm I I have a temper. Uh, <laughs> not like insane, like where I just more I'm just like. Okay, game. I don't like you, and you don't like me. How can we fix this? You know, it'd help if you you know stop being a dick, and I could just um, you know beat you. It'd be great. It's more of more of that kind of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so between the voice acting and the stage acting, do you uh, do you find yourself getting nervous at any points um, in the process? Oh, always. Always. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm always nervous when it comes to any shows. Like rehearsals and stuff are fine, but mm-hmm. when it comes to like, um, like dress rehearsal and the sh- and and the shows onward, I'm just like, okay, all right, okay, okay, all right, okay. How do we do this? You know, it's like I go over all the lines, all the scripts. No matter even if it's a small show in a sm- like a smaller theater, I'm still those are the worst to me because I'm like smaller audiences. It's like more intimate, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god. <laughs> So, so what are some ways that you deal with it? <laughs> um, I d- usually warm-ups do what? help. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one, two, three, four thing I told you about earlier, that helps because it helps get all the nervous energy out as I'm shaking. Um, because when I, when I get nervous, um, I, I shake. Yeah. And my breath gets really uh, tense. Like I'll do short breaths and people are like, oh, my God, are you OK? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Um, I'm totally fine. So this just, is you're you're the embodiment of that meme, though. This is fine and everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> so they're like, yeah, this is fine. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, people are like, is she OK? Like, no, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And like, I'll get quiet. And like, I'm a really loud person mm-hmm. sometimes. Well, I'll just I'll just say a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm quiet, because that's how I try to calm myself down and get ready. People are like, Danny, are you OK? Is everything fine? I'm like, no, yeah, I'm good. Why? Is everything okay? They're like, yeah, you're just really quiet. I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm just getting ready. I'm trying to be focused. And that's one disadvantage of, you know, being, you know, crazy all the time. When you're quiet, people are like, oh, my God, is she okay? Is she she mad? Is wrong? (laughs) So, okay. Um, So you do the voice acting. You do the stage acting. You also do let's plays on youtube as well because I, I know you do youtube and and streaming because streaming is how mm-hmm. we met uh what came mm-hmm. first youtube or streaming uh youtube how did that mm-hmm. get started for you huh. that started in 2014 mm-hmm. um i was i had my own apartment mm-hmm. and i was i needed to find a way to either make some extra money or just do something different because i wasn't doing shows at, at that time and so I was watching um, uh, Pharaoh 2091. Right. Uh, or my friend, yeah, Pharaoh. And 
I was like, I could do this. This would be fun. Because I was like, I play games and I talk to myself a lot and I voice act the video games. And like when I was a kid, like Paper Mario is my favorite game ever mm-hmm. for the N64. And I, when I was a kid, I used to play and do all the voice acting for by myself in my room, mind you. And, you know, my parents are like, is she okay? Is she, <laughs> but then they realized, oh, she's just acting. So... They're like, yeah, she's fine. But I would always, you know, do the characters like, like Peach. I would give Peach such a quiet voice because she looks so dainty and so princessy. And then like Twink, I would give him, um, like, oh, this is Twink. I'm gonna save you, Princess Peach. You know, little voices like that. And you know, Mario I couldn't make Mario talk. You know, he'd just be like, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect Mario. I feel like I'm interviewing Mario right now. Ah, uh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I mean, and I enjoyed that, and I, I see a lot of LPers, you know, like Chuck Conroy, Lucajin, um, uh, yeah, Tentacle Pre-Sun, um, all these other people, and I was like, yeah, this seems simple enough. So I researched for two weeks trying to find a program that was free um, to record video game footage and audio footage, and I came across. Uh, ScreenFlow, and it was for Mac, and oh. I did something you never want to do. Oh, I would love <laughs> I to hear. I streamed and video recorded on my MacBook Pro. I just want to pour one six out. Six months. <laughs> I want to pour one out for your poor MacBook right now. When I <laughs> when I first started streaming, I was streaming on a MacBook as well. And for those who don't know, like it is a very like I guess CPU intensive process. Yes. And my poor MacBook as well. Like, I just, it was, it almost stopped me from streaming because, like, it was such a frustrating process to get everything, like, synced up and actually outputting to where you needed it to. I can't imagine trying to do both recording and streaming. Oh, it was, it was bad for a while until I finally found a way to kind of get around it. Um, With this program, ScreenFlow, what I did was um, whatever program I was running for the game, um, it could capture the screen, what was going on. So I'd run the game screen flow, oh, excuse me, and that would be it. So it's like two programs running instead of, you know, like four when I started. And so that made it a little easier, but the streaming I couldn't do. So I had to borrow my friend's um, uh, PC. No, I borrowed his laptop. It was like an HP something. It was actually a pretty good, decent gaming laptop. Um I borrowed that for a few weeks, and I, I streamed. The first game I streamed was, I think, um, it was some Flash game, like Pom Pom Loses Wi-Fi. Pom Pom Loses Wi-Fi is a, just a video gaming classic. <laughs> to- totally, totally. It redefined the um, genre for all of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but I. Uh, it was a Flash game. And I, I used that to test it, and that was interesting, actually. Um, yeah, so I did that, and I was like, okay, I can't stream anymore, so I stopped streaming for a while. And this is all taking place on Twitch, or was YouTube streaming a thing at the time? No, this was on Twitch. Okay. Uh, YouTube, I don't think YouTube streaming came until 2016? It was about two years ago, so 2015, because that, that was like a crossroads for me. Oh, yeah, that's right, mm-hmm. that's right. I forgot about that. So then... Yeah, so then after that, I was like, okay, I can't stream anymore. I just stuck with Let's Plays. So with my Let's Play, I still use the ScreenFlow and other stuff I use. And my recording setup was a blue snowball. Nice. And 
Oh my god! And I feel like that's every person's starter pack. Same. That's and that's what was... I, the first microphone I had. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I was. It was so bad, but that thing has been so faithful to me. Oh, it's but, almost like a um, rite of passage for every content creator. Like I'm sure. I know. I'm right? sure you could throw a stone, and everybody's got like a uh, snowball, and then like just like an Elgato capture card, and it's. I don't know. It's it's nice. I like that we a lot of us have that in common. Yeah, it's it's nice because it's like oh, oh that's so nice. We all start somewhere. <laughs> okay, so you're you're making you're making let's plays. Um, you you tried streaming and 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 let's play at the same time, but you couldn't handle it. So then you made the decision to do just let's plays. How many were you putting out at the time? Because if I'm not mistaken, you do like Monday through Friday uploads, although it's split between whether an upload or or stream archive. Correct. Yes. So, um, so when you first started, what, what was your what was your output like on your YouTube channel? Um, it, I think it was pretty much the same thing now. It was on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays because what I would do, I would I would record like at first I recorded like if I started LP, I tried to record um, six episodes. Mm-hmm. And for the record, um, so, just just to clarify for people who may not know, LP would be let's plays, which is where people record themselves playing a game and add commentary and, and humorous bits. Uh, is, oh, is that a good oh, yeah. summation? Yeah, okay. pretty much. Cool. Go ahead. Um, uh, so I would, I would record six episodes if I started, um, and then I would edit and upload them that following week, and then what I would record that next week, I would record three episodes, so that way I'm always at least a week ahead, um, and that actually helped for a while since I wasn't in any shows, but when I started doing shows, I was like, okay... I have to record, and so then I had to do three episodes um, instead of six when I first started an LP, and it was it was rough, but I mean it worked for a little bit, and then um, I wanted to start doing something weekly to be a little little more engaging, mm-hmm. and uh, I started taking the streams that I was finally doing and putting those on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so that way there was at least something every day, and that way I took Saturday and Sunday off. Yeah, that's a that's a really good schedule. It's taken me too long. The thing that put that into context uh, for me, I was reading an article and a guy's like, you're making 48 hour, four to eight hours of content every day. What are you doing with that? So like I, I have all this archive footage, but I'm not doing anything with it. I need to start following in your footsteps and do something with it. Dude, if you if you put them on your YouTube channel, I will watch everything because <laughs> it's so funny. Like I enjoy this guy, you guys. This guy is hilarious. I love watching his streams. I'm like, dude. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you blushing, Trey? Don't blush. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You, you, <laughs> you're making me blush. Okay, so you record your let's plays. How long does the recording process take, and how long does it take for you to edit it? Like, how your turnaround for putting those out? Um. <clears throat> It, de- it depends if I'm recording with somebody, you know, the coordination and stuff. Um, we'll decide on how many episodes we're going to do that day. Um, or, for example, like after this, hopefully me and Farrah will be able to record um, uh, another LP. So usually we'll decide on the time how many episodes we're going to do that that evening. Um, usually one episode will take to a maximum of 30 minutes. And then I try to I try not to go longer than 25 minutes for my LPs um, because I always want to make sure like the first three minutes are captivating so that they can stay engaged and keep watching. Um, But uh, like I said, I don't want it to go past 25. Usually if it's like a finale of like a really long game, I will 
definitely make it longer than 25 minutes so that way it's like oh yeah big long episode yes we can finally <laughs> end this game because sometimes you know i mean you've you've played games where you're just like okay i just want this to end already sometimes you just want to do that with some lps because you get tired of them it's such a hard thing to describe to people because it's like it comes across as like oh you're not enjoying the game anymore and it's not that it's just like you've had your fill like you want to you want to have it end with a big bang yeah and like sometimes like you leave off on a cliffhanger when you're recording and you're like i just can't record anymore but i want to know what happens but you decide to like end for the day and then it's like oh god i want to find out what happens and, it, and that's another thing too especially if it's a game if it's blind and you want to play it that's difficult because it's like you have to record all your reactions and and you know make sure that's all captured but then like once you turn it off you're like i still want to keep playing i want to find out but you can't because it's blind and you got to record it so you're like oh no why do you find yourself like not making the content but wishing you could play the game like does that is that something you run into a lot um, usually it, sometimes it depends on the game. Um, but like the Ace Attorney, ga- oh my gosh, the Ace Attorney games, uh, that's like my favorite LPs that I've done. Cause those are co-opted with Pharaoh. And, um, we recently did Spirit of Justice on his channel and that was blind for both of us. So like during that whole process, like days where we're talking, I'm like, okay, I really want to play Spirit of Justice. Can we do that? Can we please do that? He's like, well, we got to record and I can't record right now. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cause me, I'm not a very patient person. Um, if you know, whoever's listening to those who know me, I'm not patient at all. And so <laughs> like anytime there's a game out, I'm like, Oh, <gasps> That game's out. I gotta get it. And then, you know, and my friends would be like, "Why? Just wait until like Christmas is around the corner." I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." And then like the next day they see me, they're like, "What is that?" It's just, just don't game. look at it. You don't need to worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like don't worry about it. It's not your concern. Like for Mario Odyssey, I wanted to wait until uh, Black Friday because it might have you know gotten a better deal on it. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I got it like two days later. I, I got a friend of mine named Gamersmack who is like, he's... Oh, Gamersmack. He, yeah, he's a lovely dude. He He's like, he's got me on a leash because I've been looking to buy a game called The Witcher 3. And it, mm. it's on sale on Steam right now for 20 bucks, which is the DLC edition. <gasps> I mean, the Game of the Year edition, which comes with all the DLC. And Im- impulsively, I would buy it right now. But I know that in my, my streaming schedule, I don't have time to play it in the near future. So he's like trying uh. to keep me from buying it. He's like, dude, just wait till the Christmas sell. Chances are you'll get it even cheaper. And like if it wasn't for him, I already would have bought it by now. <laughs> but I totally I totally get that, like rushing out to buy something. Yes, it's like, oh, but I want it now. It's like, well, like Pharaoh's the same way. He like he, he will wait forever for it to go to like a penny and buy it like he's that patient i'm like give me some of that patience please i need this (laughs) do you like are you are you like part of the you have to be the newest latest best like are you bitten by that bug um not really it depends on it depends on the game like uh mario and luigi superstar saga yeah the the remake oh my god that i love that game i love that game so much so when i heard that they were doing it i was like I wrote it down in my calendar. I put it in my Trello board. I put it on my checklist. I was like, I am getting this the day of. And I tried it on Amazon and I realized, oh, it's going to be delivered two <laughs> days later. And I was like, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Those two days are incredibly important, especially for exactly. a remake of a game you've already played. <laughs> 
Brian and, was like, I played like five million times. And just to give you some context behind the scenes here, uh, you and I bonded over how much we love that game because it's surprisingly, surprisingly, a lot of people don't know about it. And it's one of the cooler Mario games. And so when this was announced, me and you were freaking out and we all had plans to go and, and buy it. And so I was getting messages from you. Did you get it? Did you get it? It's like, un- <laughs> unfortunately, I ended up having to pass on it. Like, I just didn't have time, like, off stream gaming wise. No. And I never picked it up. And, and, and Danny, I have a confession to make. What? I sold my 3DS. I don't think <gasps> I'm going to play Mario Luigi Superstar Trey. Saga. I know. I know. Why? This, no. The heartbreak is real. It's fine. I'm sorry. Hopefully you can find it within within you to forgive me. I'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um So before I'm gonna get into the streaming too, but I I, this just segues nicely. Uh I just refer to you as Danny, but the way I learned about you was Skinny Mini, which is your online Mm -hmm. moniker. How did that name come to be? Funny story. I it was actually going to be uh, baby Slim. Baby Slim. Um, <laughs> yes, because that my sounds, dad gave. Listen, I I don't mean to interrupt, but I just had the best idea. You and I need to start a rap album, and, <laughs> and I will come up with my name. But for now, yours will be Baby Slim, and I okay. I'm just in love with it. <laughs> uh, the reason my dad gave me that nickname because I played basketball for a few years. Mm-hmm. And so, and you know how dads are. They like to, you know, give their kids a nickname. And my dad, my, my dad is so, um, I, I'm like, I got to be careful how I word this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, he's a, he, he loves sports. And I'm so happy that he's so supportive. And he's such an awesome person. And He's like, so he'd be like, yo, baby Slim, you better, you better shoot that three. And I'm like, oh my God, dad, please stop embarrassing me. So you just, you know how dads are, are shouting they, out their kids while they're playing. Are they, were, was he the type of parent that showed up to the games with the big old sign that said baby Slim? Oh, uh, no, no, he didn't do that. Cause, Cause he's kind of shy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause but he, but he would shout, you know, every now and then. I know for me, like my family personally, whenever uh, I graduated from high school, um, they were totally in the stands with like air horns and big signs. <laughs> just oh, they're they're those kind of fans. Yeah, those kind of fans. I was I was I want to just imagine your dad in the stands with a with a like a face cut out of you, and it just says "Baby Slim." <laughs> I was like, Dad, please don't. <laughs> no, but he he wouldn't do that. But I mean, he was he's really supportive, and so he gave me that nickname, and I I wanted to do that, but I was like, No, that name kind of has a special place in my heart so i actually changed it to skinny mini because the girls on the basketball team they wouldn't call me baby slim for whatever reason and i'm like okay whatever and they would call me skinny mini and um so when i was debating which name to go with i was like hmm i think skinny mini sounds like it'd roll off the tongue because people could call me skinny or they could call me mini um because it'd be kind of weird if people called me baby. <laughs> and that got kind of weird, especially over the internet. So I went with Skinny Mini. And ever since then, I've it actually got really used to it. And I really liked it. So I started off with that and started experimenting with, like, logos or just, you know, different things. And it actually worked out really well. And I really like it. It's been a lot of fun. So I, I've noticed your logo is, uh, forgive me if I'm getting this wrong, but it's a cloud. But the cool thing about it, I think on your YouTube channel, 
uh, which is primarily gaming, and there's a controller. And then I saw another section where there was a microphone for your voice acting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So what is what's what's the cloud representing? How did you come to create that logo? Um, I. <laughs> Um, it's actually like the Mario Cloud. I didn't. I didn't like take it from Google. I actually drew it in Flash. Um, Back off Nintendo. I, just, I know, right? Back off Nintendo. Please don't copyright this. Uh, but I, I may actually may have to change it because of that. But um, the cloud, I just drew it in in Flash and just you know adapted to it and did whatever. But I've always loved clouds. Even as a kid, I had like a cloud bed. My my whole room was like covered in clouds with like baby blue and then I you know sponged painted uh, clouds on the walls really cute and I just I didn't I don't know I just like the feeling of like floating and I've always wanted to fly um I think it, I mean it fits your your personality very very floaty and bubbly it's it's nice oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> very positive um yay are there any other variations than the microphone and the controller um as far as to go in the cloud yeah I'm just um, curious not really, because I like doing a lot of things, and that would get really annoying. Actually, no, I'd put a sword, because I want to learn how to sword fight properly so bad, that, because I love anime so much. That Okay, so are you, you're familiar with Rooster Teeth, right? Yes. So one of my all-time just pillar of inspiration is a man named Bernie Burns, and he recently mm-hmm. just had a uh, an intern, or no, I'm sorry, a personal assistant. And mm-hmm. he's been doing vlogs on the side, and his vlog has transformed into him training his personal assistant in like post-apocalyptic skills. She, Are you serious? Yes, like this is not a joke. They were in a helicopter, like learning to shoot assault rifles. They were forging swords from scratch. Like she forged a metal sword, and then she took sniper training. That I would love to watch uh, a skinny mini like training montage, becoming an oh expert in that. Would be amazing. You should do it. I do have a friend who knows how to do that stuff. <gasps> you should totally. I, you know what? I can believe this if you want to keep this all under wraps. But I oh would. Oh my god! I don't know. I, would, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> That'd be so great. I'm thinking about that now. Actually, you should do it. I would love to. Because I don't it. vlog on my channel, and I see a lot of people vlogging. I'm just not a good vlogger. Like I need to do better on social media. Same, same. And, I uh, actually you are kind of inspired because I've been using my Instagram more like I've been trying to do more Instagram stories and you were the inspiration mm-hmm. for that because I saw Aww. there was like you were walking out of like the recording booth and like I think you did one where you were working out and you were just kind of like uh like happy and smiling I was like well I, I should start doing that too <laughs> <laughs> it's like you forget about it because you go about your day because I don't re- I'm not really on my phone a lot mm-hmm. and so when when it's like like, I go and enjoy stuff. Not saying people don't right. if they're on their phone. But, like, you know, I'll go out and hang out with my friends. Like, I saw um, Hunchback of Notre Dame in Dallas uh, last week. Ooh. And, like, I t- just took one picture. Like, oh, hanging out with so-and-so. And, and you know, I could have took pictures and stuff beforehand. But I just didn't because I was just enjoying the time and with my friends. And I always forget because I'm like, oh, I could do that, but, you know, it's just, I, I like to enjoy the moment. So I just recently went to TwitchCon. Uh, is it, oh, God, it's like almost a month ago now. And the mm-hmm. whole time I was there, because this is the furthest I've ever been from home. I live in Texas. Furthest I've ever mm-hmm. been from home, California. Uh, longest I've ever been away from, like, my family, because it's such a small town that we're all within driving distance of each other. And Aww. the whole time... The whole time, my family kept pestering me, and not just my immediate family, my aunts and my cousins. They were like, send us pictures. And I'm like, okay. But I'm not a picture taker. Like, I don't do that. I'm like you. I just kind of, in the moment, 
I'll maybe one picture. And I ended up mm-hmm. sending them a picture. And that one picture was of a really good ice cream that I had at one of the, <laughs> the local restaurants. So I, I totally get that. It's it's really easy to not, you know, you know, forget about posting stuff to social media like that. Mm-hmm. And then it's not like it'll like make or break anything, but it just be nice since, you know, you, you know, people starting to recognize you more and you're just like, oh, hey, I'm hanging out with some friends at this place and it's awesome you should check this place out so you you said that you don't do vlogging art is there an interest not well i i if you want to reveal it we can cut this out if you need to because i don't want to put you oh no it's not a problem i would like to it's just i i feel like my life's not very exciting (laughs) to to actually like vlog because you know it's like i see people who vlog who they you know have these great cameras that they're using to vlog Mm -hmm. all these lights and stuff and and they're going skydiving or or they're going to this country or they're um flying in a helicopter with a assault rifle (laughs) yeah that and you know there's me sitting at a desk eight hours a day then get off work go to rehearsal and then come back and go to bed (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like i'm like i don't i don't know if people would really enjoy that so i I, i'm looking here uh i'm just a couple stats your youtube channel's got over two thousand subscribers and three hundred thousand views yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I was looking at that <laughs> earlier. Is that a surprise to you? Um, I didn't know about the views. I checked the subscribers. So yay! Aww. So that that's some. Thanks. Those are some pretty big stats. Um, and I, I mean, with that, like there, there's a community that comes along with that. How, how do you interact with them on uh, on a? Uh, I'm trying to phrase this because this is hard. Because for me, streaming is pretty much the only thing I do. So I have the chat right there. Mm-hmm. And I get to talk to right. them there. How does that come into play with uploaded channels? Well, uploaded videos. It's a, uh, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'll reply to comments on those videos. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll wait for a while and then just comment it all at once instead of commenting every time I get a comment. Because uh, one, I usually get the comments when I'm at work, and so I, you know, I can't be on YouTube commenting <laughs> while I'm at work. So it's. I mean, the community I have, it actually came from Pharaoh because Pharaoh's been kind of endorsing me, kind of. Mm-hmm. And it's been really awesome. He's such a really good person. And Just to put a pause on that, how did you meet Pharaoh? I met Pharaoh through one of his streams, actually. He was streaming Angry Video Game Nerd. And it was interesting. I was, like, so nervous because I watched his Ace Attorney LPs. And I was like, he seems really good. And it would be so nice to, you know, meet him or talk to him. So I finally had the balls. Oh, can I say that? Yeah, you can say oh, balls. Oh, yeah, I can say that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. This is yours. Um. <laughs> so, okay. Another tangent on top of this tangent. Uh, so you said you don't like to cuss. Is that just in your content? Like, what about on your day-to-day life? Are you are you a little bit more uh, vulgar um, with... Uh, with- uh, not... Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, like sometimes it'll slip out every now and then. Like I'll say something like, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> scandalous or something. But um, I really try not to because I try to, you know, be I just want to be a better person overall, mm-hmm. um, just in my daily life and be an example. And so I want to match up with what I do online and what I do in real life. Mm-hmm. And so I try not to, um, you know, say anything vulgar or or whatever unless i'm with like really close friends right. or from by myself like like actually the other day i hope my mom doesn't hear me um, the, other day, <laughs> the other day i like hit i hit my toe on like the bed frame thing mm-hmm. and i was home by myself and i was like oh sh-. 
and I like yelled it, and a- surprisingly, I felt better afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's actually there's some science to that. Uh, really? That whenever like you're in pain, whenever you let out a yell, it like somehow it makes it feel better. I'd have to. Look, I'm totally just reading an article I read on Reddit, like not even the full article, just the title. But I think there's definitely some science there that says that yelling uh, ex- expletives helps when it comes to dealing with pain. Oh my gosh! Then that explains a lot. <laughs> You're gonna show. Oh you're gonna God. show up to work. You're just gonna get a paper cut. And you're just gonna be like, "Fuck!" Like you're just gonna start. <laughs> right. <laughs> People be like, "Let me like what, Danny? What's wrong with you?" I'm like nothing. Just paper cut. Fine. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I'm sorry I interrupted. Uh, meeting. No, Ferrum. no, you're fine. Oh yeah, he was streaming. Uh, was it Angry Video Game Nerd? That's a really hard game, by the way. And he, I don't know, he's like a god at those kind of games. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he catches patterns really quickly. Like he finished Cuphead in four hours. I I wanted like, to say that like the first time that I streamed Cuphead, which for those who don't know, Cuphead is like a two D side scroller that it, it's it's incredibly difficult. Like harkens back to the old days where video games were fueled by trying to take all your quarters, like that kind of level of difficulty. And so Pharaoh hops into my stream. I'm struggling. He's like, Oh yeah, you can get this. I beat this game in like four hours. Like, oh okay, cool. I'm at like twenty hours and I have not beat the game. So. He, <laughs> He was just a mic drop of like badassery, <laughs> pretty much. And golly, no, he's he's really cool and good at those games. And so there's like a whole bunch of people in the chat just you know chatting away, and and I'm like, okay, all right, I could do this. Just just say hi. It's not hard. <laughs> and mind you, this is my first time actually chatting on Twitch. I, like I've always watched people. I was a lurker. I. I sometimes I really don't like chatting. I just enjoy mm-hmm. watching. And so when he, when I first finally went up there, I was like, okay, I can do this. So I typed in, hi, everybody. I hope you're having a good day. And then after I hit send, I was like, oh, my God, that was so stupid. Why did I say that? That's too much, too much info. Why am I just so talkative? And they were, and everybody's like, oh, hey, there's Skinny Mini. And then Pharaoh's like, oh, hey, there's Skinny Mini. I don't think I've seen you on my uh, chat before, but welcome to the stream and hope you enjoy yourself. And I was like... Okay, all right, we made the past the first step. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so, and then, you know, just kept chatting and stuff. And then ever since then, like, we bonded over a lot of stuff. And um, I kind of, we kind of messaged each other every now and then. And I guess we bonded over Ace Attorney because I was like, I loved your Ace Attorney videos. They were really good. And you actually voice act when you're playing it. That's amazing. I do that too. So I'm not crazy. And you do it to people who watch you. And so like, well, we would, you know, have a lot of conversations about that. And, and then eventually, um, I think, uh, he was, I, I wanted to ask him if he could join me on my let's play of Ace Attorney. And he was, uh, no, no, I didn't tell him yet, but some of the friends that were, um, that he was friends of, uh, they were like, yeah, you should totally ask him. I was like, are you sure? Is it okay? I mean, he played the game before. Is it, is that okay? You know? I finally messaged him and I said, hey, um, quick question. Would you, would you, would you mind being a part of the Ace Attorney LP that I'm about to do? And he's like, oh yeah, sure, totally. I was like, oh, thank God. And then ever since then, it's been like just nothing but uphill stuff it's been a lot of fun he's he's insane you two together because i i met pharaoh through your twitch stream 
Um, mm-hmm. You two work incredibly well together because, like you said, you keep kind of like a cleaner, you know, a more positive. Not that Pharaoh's not positive, but he oh. <laughs> he, he likes to push the envelope on on some on the content of the jokes. And it's so funny to see him like kind of push you guys out there just a little bit, and you just slowly <laughs> try and like reel him back into to. I'm just like. <laughs> Pharaoh, I just, like that's pretty much all I say a lot, especially on my my OPs. I'll like I'll say something, and then he'll be like, eh, da, 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 and I'm like, God, Pharaoh. <sighs> my favorite part is when he wins and you just go along with it, like you start pushing the envelope as well. <laughs> it's a, I'm just like you know, forget it, forget it. Let's go. It's it's a great it's a great dynamic. I really enjoy you two together. Oh yay! Thanks. So, I mean, like that, I mean, that, what a great way to start. This is the very first interview of this podcast. So we covered voice acting, stage acting, let's plays, a little bit of streaming. That's like four major things that you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot, but, you know, I try to try to make do with what I got and it's, it's not easy. So whoever wants to do this, it is not easy. (laughs) Where can you, on any of them, I'll let you, you know, dealer's choice here. Was there ever, like, a really big moment of just unsureness where, like, you just almost didn't do it? Like, if I can give an example, because this is a really hard question for me to formulate. I'm still working on this. Um, mm-hmm. my, my thing is streaming. I remember, like, my kind of almost giving up moment was I had built, like, a PC, like, a really expensive PC to start moving forward with this. Because at the time, I was just doing it off a of MacBook. It was kind of a little mm-hmm. bit of a, you know, patchwork stream. It wasn't that great. And I remember having yeah. that conversation with my dad. It's like, am I making a mistake? should I build this computer or should I not? And he was totally supportive, but that was like, that was a pivotal moment for me. Is there on any of these things that you're doing? Can you recall a moment like that? Um, actually probably for, probably for all of them. Mm-hmm. I think, well, no, no. Cause acting, I knew I was going to do acting either way. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is like my, my go for passion. Like just everything there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I think I'd probably say streaming because I wasn't sure about it. Mm-hmm. Um, people are like, you should try streaming. I'm like, I've been, I don't know. Because I tried it that one time at my apartment and that, you know, I didn't have everything I needed. And then um, I started, I was streaming on, uh, what was I streaming on? I was st- streaming on, a. I borrowed a friend's laptop again um, when I moved back home and I was I was playing a game and I was losing and I just had a bad day that day and I was like am I am I gonna do this because streaming I mean I'm not having fun anymore no one's coming to the stream and and it's just ugh, I was just so frustrated and then um, during that stream I think one of my viewers actually Pharaoh's viewers uh, Deathcore Seth I think he he follows you too yeah I know that name. Um, yeah, he he's such a he's such a genu- generous person. Oh my god, I love him so much. He donated the next day because it was during Christmas time. He donated the next day, Christmas Day. He donated me five hundred dollars. Wow! To go and get a PC to stream, and I was like, "That's the sign. That's it. That's it right there. That's that's it." I'm like, I have to keep going. I have to push it because if he if if he didn't think I had a shot. And he follows a lot of people, and he doesn't just give money out willy-nilly mm-hmm. either. I'm like, if he believes that I can do this, do it with this, then I'm going to do it. So, Seth, if you're watching, thank you, and I love you so much. I'm so glad that you did that, because I'm, I'm glad that... Because, I mean, we met through Twitch. I don't know 
uh, any way else that we would have. So I'm so glad that you're still around. I know we do. Because <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. Because I met you through Rex. Ah, uh, yes. Careless Rex, that guy. Um, yeah, on Monday <laughs> nights. And I was like, oh, who's this tab guy? And then you two are seriously amazing together. And I, oh my God, I could not stop laughing the first time I saw you guys. I'm like, what is this banter? It is making me so happy right now. <laughs> Well, just to add a little bit of context to this, because you, how do you know Rex? Because I, I met Rex, I can do it pretty quickly. I met Rex through Twitch. I streamed a game called Super Mario Maker. And that was like, I mean, that was the very first game that I, I like actually actively started working towards. So I figured it was good to, you know, make myself within that community. And I ended up finding Rex and uh, through Rex U. So how did you meet Rex? Um, I meet, meet Rex. I'm, <laughs> grammar, grammar is hard. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I met Rex through school, actually. We went to college together. Um, I think he was, like, two grades ahead of me. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I met him through through school, and we didn't really hang out together a lot. But I, but I knew of him, and, you know, every time I see him, I'm like, hey, what's up? Um, it's funny. I actually had a crush on him during school. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Yeah, I'm, getting, was... I'm getting all the, the hot takes here. Oh my god! Just don't, don't, don't bother him with it. I, I, look, it'll be our publicly broadcasted secret. <laughs> hey, can we uh, throwing this out there? Can we start another podcast called Publicly Broadcasted Secret? Thank you. I was just about to say that. Here's your publicly broadcasted secret. Oh my god, that's great. I love it. Um, no, actually, I there. Oh, um, okay. At my school, we had a thing called twerp. Um, which is an acronym for the woman is required to pay. Mm -hmm. And it was like uh, it was like a week of twerp where the girl actually asks out the guy. And it was a really cool, cool idea. So she would do something really creative to ask him out like for that week. And she would do something, you know, cute that week to show that, hey, we got something planned for you on Friday night. And um, so I twerped him one year and uh, I don't think I had time to do it so I did it like that Thursday and I was like hey hey uh Rex you've been twerped that's not his I think he's name. okay he says his name on stream if you want to say it not his last name just his first name okay if that's okay, easier for name. you um I'll just say Rex for now okay I'll, I'll just yeah I'd rather be safe <laughs> <laughs> so I was like yeah uh Rex I twerped you meet me over here at this time so it was actually I think a picnic and I made a little picnic out in our little uh, courtyard. This is all adorable. I just so I like I had we had I had Pringles, I had little sandwiches, little little blanket. I still have my blanket. It's I've had that since the eighth grade. Oh my gosh. Anyway, sorry. Um <laughs> <laughs> I had a little flashback for a second. Um but yeah, it was really cute. It was really fun. And um I I, I think he enjoyed himself and so I think so. <laughs> uh <laughs> But yeah, it was it was fun. It was it was really cute, and I'm 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 glad he enjoyed himself. And so then, like years later, um, you know, we both graduated, and all of a sudden, I look on YouTube, and one of the YouTube you know recommended section. Um, I was I think I was watching like um, the Legend of Zelda videos or something like that, and it's a Careless Rex guy, and I think he had his profile pic where it was just him in a hat or something mm -hmm. like that, and I was like that guy looks familiar. And so I clicked on it and I was like, 
oh my gosh, is that? And I freaked out. I was like, he's a Let's Player? Because Rex actually did Let's Play right. before he streamed. And I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. So I commented on his video, and I was like, hey, Rex, you're awesome. Just want to let you know, I, I just recently started watching your videos. And, sorry, I just, like, pretended to type like people can see me. It's method acting. I did. <laughs> but, yeah, and I, I messaged him, and he's like, oh, yeah, thanks for watching. And then I think we collaborated on something, and um, my email said my real name. And he messaged me back. He's like, hey, did you go to this college? I was like, yeah, I did. And he's like, I think you're you're so and so from from this. I was like, yeah, it's me. He's like, oh my god, how you been? So we kind of caught up a little bit, and we kind of you know followed each other. And then he kind of drifted off back into streaming, and I kind of I supported him a lot as much as I could there because I was like, he's really funny. Mm -hmm. He's a really really funny person. He's very good with the improv. Yes. And I'm and I'm very. Oh yeah, you know. I'm learning as much as I can from him because he is just a master class of funny. Like it's What are you talking you're as good as you're as good as him too, because like you guys' quips is amazing. <laughs> oh man, he's great. No, no, and, and that was that was pretty much it. Like he started streaming and I was like, Oh Rex, you're you're so awesome and and then now he's now he's doing big and great things. I'm so happy for him and So just between so. you and me on our publicly broadcasted secrets. <laughs> Give, like, is there anything you can give? This is totally selfish. This is, this is not good podcast <laughs> content. Do you have anything on Rex that I can use, like, just to, like, poke fun of him? Anything. Like, how, any little thing. Ooh. No. No. At, well, well mm. You don't have to be the one. There is this, there's this one video he did for school. Uh-huh. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will show it to you, but you can't show it to I will not. I promise. I will not. But um, he's a really good actor, too. And he did this one short for one of our uh, media media classes. Um, he helped out by acting in it, and he's like this guy trying to get this girl, and it's really funny. Like it's not it's not like dirty or anything, right. but it's it's really funny. And he, his improv skills are are really good. Like he has to impress her, and like so he's going through his mind how he would walk up to her. So there's like this scene where. Um, <laughs> Where he like goes through all the different things he'd say, and they're really funny. I think he made them up on the spot with with each of the takes. So I was like, "This is really good." So I have to show you that later. I can't wait, and it's really funny. Oh god, I'm going out on a limb here. Totally related. Um, I did. I never pursued any of this as much as I would have liked to. I felt like I wasted a lot of time. I should have been doing a lot more of this stuff that I enjoy at a younger age. But I had a group of friends that did make YouTube videos. And I remember one time they included me in it and I was really happy, but I was still really in my shell and shy. And so I was incredibly uncomfortable. I was more of like a writer at the time. I couldn't do like improv stuff. And so mm -hmm. the, 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 the topic of the videos, we were going to make a comedic like uh, dating site commercial. <laughs> and so <laughs> when I when I got up there on camera, I was supposed to like list all the things like uh, just make jokes about going on dates. And so since I was so nervous, I really just pretty much listed what I would do anyway. And it was just really <laughs> uncomfortable and painful. Nobody was laughing. And then as soon as I finished, they all started bursting out laughing. They're like, oh, man, that is so good. But I was so ashamed <laughs> because that's just what I normally would have done. And, <laughs> and so I don't know. It's funny that the, there's a little bit of a, uh, a mirror thing going on there with Rex and I. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> you guys are so perfect together. Oh. It makes me so happy. All right, so we covered we covered a lot of stuff that I uh, 
that I wanted to get going. Let me see. Mm-hmm. I lost I lost my page. I'm trying to vamp because it just had to reload. Oh. <laughs> Oops. All right. So what, what would you say is your proudest accomplishment that made you feel like, yes, this is I'm finally doing what I because you said you've always wanted to be an actor. Um, mm-hmm. Your voice acting. I'm sure that's come along with it. What was the moment they were like, yes, I'm actively doing this? Um, I think re- my recent role with Funimation, Chisei Hattori, mm-hmm. um, because the the two named characters I have, they're very like monotone and not very expressive. And you know me, I'm not very <laughs> um, monotone or, exp- or non-expressive. So it's it's weird having to do that, and that just proves to me that these directors know that I can do this. They trust in my acting abilities to... Um, perform this role mm-hmm. and that's been a huge struggle for me um, in, in confidence because um, growing up you know you always have people who tell you you know you can't do anything or blah 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 mm-hmm. um, I've, I've had my share of that and in every show every performance I do I always have that nagging tiny little voice in the back of my head telling me oh you're not good they just chose you because uh, because you're um they feel sorry for you or, or, or something or blah, blah, blah. Or they just chose you because you're, you're the token black girl or blah, blah, blah. You know, um, different things like that. And I had to shove those thoughts away and like, no, I know I am good. They picked me for this role because they know I can do this role and I'm going to knock it out of the park. And this role kind of helped finalize that for me. I- and... I like that you mm-hmm. said that. I okay. I want to make sure I get your permission because I know some people are weird about like um, reading this. There, mm-hmm. do you read the comments on the videos that get uploaded to Funimation? Yes, you do. Not all of them. Okay, not all so the you time. say I read some of them. I saw one. I was reading one earlier that I was really proud of. Like I was like, yeah, that's my friend. Because uh, you were talking about how like it's hard to play a character that's not you know, you know, monotone and kind of really dealing with a lot of stuff because that show's dark. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I. I caught just the t- the tail beginning. I'm sorry, just the beginning of it. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. like being bought off and and, and almost slavery. Uh, it's so it's it's a really dark show. And mm-hmm. so the first comment that I was reading it says, "I really like Chisei's voice. It's hard to play a cold, emotionally stunted person uh, without sounding off as just plain boring." And it's cool then, like I don't know. I, I like that you feel that, and that's also being reflected by the people that are watching that. So I don't know if you saw yes. that comment, but that's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like, a couple of my friends are, like, reading the comments for me. A lot of them, they're like, oh, my God, did you see this? I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, I saw that one earlier. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad. Because I like to get feedback mm-hmm. from, you know, people who are watching it. And and it kind of helps me. Like, I don't take direction from comments. Mm-hmm. I actually, oh, my God. actually, no, I can't mention that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, that's something I could tell you after okay. the recording. I look forward to it. Um, <laughs> The sometimes you'll get comments from people who try to, you know, tell you how to do your job, but not just in voice acting or acting, but, you know, other things, too. Um, But you have to you have to learn to kind of push that out the way. Like, I know they're not meaning to, you know, be rude about it or anything, but some people are some people aren't. But you have to realize that when you're when you're in a show or anything, you take direction from the director. That's it. You don't take direction from anybody else because the director has a vision of where they want it to go. And, you know, if you take direction from somebody else who obviously has no idea what the rest of the show is about, then it could really mess up the flow and it'd be hard to bring for the director to bring you back to that place where you were. So um, that's something I've had to learn growing up, too, because I've had to take direction from a director and then, you know, 
a family friend would tell me, oh, you should probably play it like that. And then I perform it that way. And, and my director's like, what the heck were you doing? <laughs> you know? And it's like all that work they put into you to develop this character and get the right voice and the right, you know, movements to it. And then to see all that work just get washed away because someone who didn't invest the time to know the character like the director did gets pushed aside. That kind of kind of jacked up if you think about mm-hmm. it. So that's uh, that that's the struggle that I had to deal with. But it's it's good having to push past all the negativity and anything that people try to tell you, and especially the little voice in your head that everybody has. I don't care who you are. Everybody has that nagging voice in the back of their head that tells them that they're no good and they can't do what they want to do. And that is simply not true. Not true at all. You can do it. Because you can, if you have the passion and the drive and you know what you're doing, you can do it. I like that a lot. No matter, yeah. And and this makes me so happy because... I've seen people struggle with that, and I've had people tell me, like, don't listen to that voice in your head, because you can't, you can't let it control you, and, and I've had really supportive people, especially my parents, I love them so much, they've, they've helped me a lot, a lot, oh, I'm like tearing up, let me, oh, drink some water, (laughs) go ahead, if you were to just, like, look at where you are now, versus where you were this time last year, what would you think is the biggest change? Ooh. Um, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I'd probably say organization yeah. would be the biggest change because I I was organized to a certain extent, but I wasn't like super organized as I am now with my voice work because, you know, I'd get smaller projects and, you know, I'd have to send in some audio like the two days later and I'm like oh yeah I'll get that so I just write it down on a sticky note put it somewhere and you know lo and behold you know like a typical comedy movie the wind blows it so you forget about it <laughs> and then you're like oh no I didn't do the audio um but you know stuff like that would happen and it's like oh crap oh man I gotta get this done so I'm like rushing and you know stressing myself out trying to get stuff done when this could have been handled if I just you know got a programmer put it in an app in my phone to help me organize it and it was just it was just everywhere because I because I think that was last year was when I started booking um even though they were smaller gigs they were gigs that were more consistent mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. um so I would just you know write it down and be done with it so I think learning what tools to use to help me organize um and figuring out how to set deadlines for myself so I don't stress myself out helped a lot because I had to learn that over this past year. And so I have like three programs to help me keep on track what I um, need to record. And I have a checklist and I also have a planner. So I have it written down in like three places so I don't forget. And I have little, you know, like, oh my God, smartphones help so much. Like, as much as I don't use it for social media, I use it for like organization. And it's helped a lot and it's helped me get a lot of projects done. I'm not as anxious or nervous or rushed trying to get stuff done. And it's been a huge, huge difference. I'm gonna have to follow in your footsteps. I that was a I really like that answer. I'm like the least organized person in the world. If you could see the room I'm in right now 
and the way that oh, I handle no. things. Uh, yeah, I'm far from that. Wait, I should. Trello is the thing you need to use. You know, I, I've been working with a friend. Um, he, um, I don't know if you remember that far back. I think he had stopped streaming with me before we met. But his, his, his name's Chris. Him and I have been working on some, like, redesign stuff for the tap and all the stream stuff that I'm doing. And uh, mm -hmm. he's been, like, trying to get me to use Trello. Um, and I, I, I joined the board. Like, that is my big first step. I joined the board, but I need to start, like, <laughs> outlining my ideas. And, and, and It helps a lot. Yeah. It really does. Because I'm like, what is this? The cards. I don't want to deal with cards. And we use it for work, too. Mm -hmm. And, oh, my God. Well, I'm, like. Go ahead. No, no. I'm just, I'm just like, it helps a lot. <laughs> well, I, I before just to like a peek behind the curtain, like I sent you like a little um, outline of what this podcast is going to be like because I, I wanted to be freeform, but I also wanted you to have a chance to kind of like mull over the questions. Uh, that was probably the most organized I've been all year. That little that, really? that little paper I just gave you that was it. That was my. Uh, Are you? Saying, yep. <laughs> that's no, but that's a good start. That's how you do it. That I'm so I'm so serious because that's how I had to start off. It's like okay, I need to make a list do this like right now i'm even on i'm even on trello right now i will send you a picture this is like i have a to-do form a to-do card and i wrote down all the answers to your questions and um i'm like i'm looking at it right now so i was like okay he asked that question okay this is what i'll say the final question because uh, if you don't remember the name of this podcast is called no one knows what we're doing <laughs> so after all this, all, like listing all the things that you're doing, all the ways that you've overcome some of the, the fear and the anxiety, all the organizational things, would you say at this point that you know what you're doing? Um, no. No? And I say that, <laughs> no. I say I want to clarify before you, you give your final thoughts. I say that not to like, I don't know, like shame you. I just, I've always been a, like a fan of this idea that nobody really knows what we're doing. And so to hear everything that you just talked about, all the effort that you're putting into these creative passions that you're doing, this job, like the, you're taking your creative passions and turning it into a job, that's really cool. And I, if we can help people like get over that fear of not knowing what they're doing, I think you know we'll see a lot more creative spirits flourish. So, oh, so it's it's really nice to hear you say that. No, you don't, because I mean, you just you just laid out like an impressive. Thank you for being the first interview, because you you just laid <laughs> you're so you, lay, you just laid out an impressive resume of all the stuff you're doing. Oh, so. well, thank you for having me. It's been it's been fun because well, I really have no idea what I am doing. Same, I don't know at all, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. That is. Totally okay, because everybody's learning. Even the big shot actors and, and streamers, they're still learning mm -hmm. something new every day. Yeah. So uh, where can people find you on the internet if they want to contact you a little bit more? Um, you can contact me on my website, uh, Danny D. Chambers at... Nope, that is the email. <laughs> DannyDChambers.com <laughs> Nobody knows what we're doing. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's apple right there. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that Instagram is Danny D Chambers, and uh, YouTube is um, Skinny Mini, and streaming is Skinny Mini as well. All right. Well, uh, I think I think that's it. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye bye. Bye. 
Alright, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Skinny Mini. I am Trey from the Tapstream, and if you enjoyed this, make sure that you subscribe and share it with your friends. And you can also find me at thetapstream.com on pretty much any social media platform, as well as the tapstream.com website. And of course, you can always find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thetapstream, uh, where I stream Monday through Thursdays, as well as Saturdays. So, bye-bye.